It is Friday, September 11th. Fuck Osama bin Laden. Yeah, for real. 100. What a, welcome to another episode of Them Hat Boys. Them Hat Boys? Yep. Is that what we're it's gonna get? We're going to get right into it. All right, bro. How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing, doing, doing all right. We had some football last night. Some NFL football, finally, that we're going to get to. But first, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Skip Bayless. God damn it! Why? <laughs> I figured this would be a good thing to start the episode off on. So this motherfucker, Dak Prescott had a brother who committed suicide earlier this year, and in an interview yesterday, Dak Prescott shared how he struggled with anxiety and depression after his brother killed himself. Who wouldn't? Yeah, he would that's not awful. experience that. And then Skip Bayless went on his terrible fucking show yesterday. And what, what are the ratings of Undisputed, dude? Like, they can't be good. I, I don't know anyone that watches that. I really did try to get into it when it first came out, and it was terrible. But he got on the show, and he basically questioned Dak's leadership because Dak said that he wasn't feeling motivated to practice or anything due to his anxiety and depression at the time after his brother killed himself. If anybody's going to shrug off mental illness, it should not be Skip Bayless. He said Johnny Manziel would have been a better pick than Khalil Mack. He said Tebow would be better than Andrew Luck. He said Brandon Whedon was a great draft pick for the Browns. The list of bad takes goes on and on and on. And those takes would only come from somebody with a mental illness. That is so cringe. So if anybody should understand a mental illness, it should be him. That's not even all of them, dude. He said that Tim Tebow was more marketable than Kobe Bryant. It goes on and on, bro. He said that Johnny Manziel would turn out to be the cl- king of Cleveland over LeBron. Yeah. The he, list of his bad takes. He said takes that Austin Rivers was like the next big NBA star, like more than Jordan. <laughs> I truly mean this from the bottom of my heart. Fuck Skip Bayless. I don't understand how he still has a job, not just because of this terrible thing he said yesterday, but because of years of shitty takes. Is, are, is he only kept on the air because... He's a good punching bag for their network. Yeah, that's like, all it is. And another thing is they know that he'll say the most absurd bullshit that people are going to laugh at it and like talk about it because it's so absurd. That's it, the only reason he's on the air. It's, it's insane. Not just him. Some some of the stupid shit that these analysts say these days is just insane. Yeah, so I don't who, understand it. Speaking of terrible analysts, who would you say is your top three least favorite analyst of all time? Does that have to be in order? I'm so gonna like do n- mine. number do one mine. is number one. I'm going to do mine in order. We'll do top three. You don't have to do yours in order if you don't want okay. to. Okay. Well, number one would probably be Max Kellerman ob- for obvious reasons. Uh, he's he's kind of, he says some Skip Bayless type bullshit, but he's very confident in it and like thinks he's 100% right, which I mean, Skip does that too, but Max gives it a more like detailed description. So he makes himself look smart. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Max is number one for me. Number two is probably... Skip, and then number three is probably uh, Will Kane. Will Kane's a good analyst. Shit, I've heard Fuck him you. say some absurd shit as well. Okay, every analyst at some point says some absurd things. For example, the other day you said that the Steelers were going to run away with the division. I did. I mean that. <laughs> All right, my I'm going to go number three, Jason McIntyre for Fox Sports. That dude just says stupid shit for the sake of saying stupid shit. I saw him earlier. Do, do you know something he said? I'm not really familiar with him. I don't think. I was watching him earlier on, uh, he made an appearance on one of the shows I was watching, and he picked Washington to beat Philadelphia uh, this weekend. He made another stupid pick this weekend. Okay, anyone who picks Washington to do anything this year is just 
a moron because no one knows what Washington's going to do. No one. But he's another one who has a long list of terrible takes. Number two is Skip Bayless. I used to not think enough about Skip Bayless to even put him on this list because his his takes are just so irrelevant. Like, you, I don't even think of him as truly an analyst. <laughs> but what he said yesterday moved him to number two. And then number one, we had the same number one, Max Kellerman. Yeah, for The sure. ultimate white knight. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, seriously, that dude, he, he gets on my nerves because he'll say something really stupid but acts, like you said, so confident, and then act like you're stupid if you disagree. Exactly. I will say, on a positive note, when it comes to like professional fighting and boxing, Max knows his stuff because he is a boxing commentator. He does know he his does, shit. He, he does, does know his shit, shit when it comes to fighting, but basketball... No, dude, you don't know shit about basketball. I'm yeah, sorry. and if you watch it, Stephen A. always says, I'll defer to you when it comes to boxing. Yeah. But then he will argue with Stephen A. over everything NBA, and Stephen A. is always right. Yep. Always right about that stuff. So there's our top three terrible analysts. Max is also very... like Another thing, they're, Max and Skip are both super biased for their teams as well. Like the Giants and... Oh, for and sure. Like it's, for sure. For sure. Da- uh, Max Kellerman last year, first of all, he had... Zeke at number five on his top running back list. Bet you won't guess who he had number one. Saquon, of course. Yeah, Saquon. Um, he also said that he thinks that Daniel Jones will be better than Dak last year. Like, yeah. That, that, why do, why shit on Dak so much? I don't understand I don't that. Dak is a good, likable guy, and he's a good quarterback. I mean, so. he's the Cowboys quarterback. He's going to have a yeah. career of that. Yeah, true. All right, so let's get to some actual sports. Last night, the Texans and Chiefs played. It was very exciting to have football back. Not the most exciting game. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your takeaways from the game last night? I think the Texans could be in trouble. I'm not going to completely pull the trigger and say that they're going to have a bad season, but it just looked rough for them. Like, uh, Deshaun had really little to no blocking. Um, I mean, David Johnson already got hurt. <laughs> it wasn't serious, but I mean, he he had to come out of the game for a little bit, but... It just seemed like Deshaun has not a lot of weapons now. I mean, obviously he doesn't have uh, the key guy in uh, DeAndre Hopkins, but I mean, it just seemed like he he made his own mistakes, but at the same time, he really didn't have those receivers to really help him out. You know what I mean? Right. On the Texans side, I'm going to give them a pass for last night because, first of all, you're playing the Chiefs who are in another. They look better than ever. The Chiefs. Yeah, do. they're they're on, they're in another they're in another world. Uh, and on top of that, it's the first game of the year. You know the first game is weird, mm. unless you're the Chiefs. And uh, you're also adjusting to life without DeAndre Hopkins. So I actually liked what I saw from David Johnson last night, besides the short period that he was injured. Right, right. I thought that was promising. And you could call it give me points. It might have been. But the Texans were able to start looking better toward the end of the game. Mm-hmm. So I'm not ready to jump ship on them until I see how they play in week two. As far as the Chiefs go, they upgraded at running back, just like most people thought that they would with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah, I mean, very impressive. Incredible. They're even better than they were last year, and it's it's just unfair. They're on another level from any other team in the NFL. Yeah, right I, I, I still got them repeating Super Bowl win. I had them in the Super Bowl, and honestly, I'm close to changing my pick to them winning it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure our picks will change like midseason. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. But I'm um. Sure. Yeah, the, the Texans' defense also just kind of looked confused out there. Like, I mean, it is the first game, but they are kind of just like chicken with their head cut off. I, I agree like. with you, but at the same time, I think that the Chiefs are going to have everybody's defense confused this yeah, year. Yeah, true. 
Um, <laughs> Do you see Andy Reid's hat? <laughs> that face shield? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> it was there dope. A lot of great memes about that. Yeah, I seen one. It was like uh, uh, what the gas station hot dogs see before you buy them. And it's like all fogged <laughs> up. <laughs> Hilarious. It's great, dude. So we had a great game in the NBA the other night. I don't know if you watched it or not. The oh, for Celtics sure. and the Raptors, fantastic. For sure. Pulling for Toronto there. I had money on the over, and they got it for me in overtime. So good night for that. Just one of those games that it looks like, oh, Celtics have it. Oh, Raptors have it. Oh, Celtics. And, and, it's, and it, then it, it truly took to the last second for it to be over. And it was just. See, dude, that's what's great about this playoffs for me is a lot of the series have been like that. Like, mm-hmm. you think one team's going to run away with it. You're like, oh, it's over. And then the next team comes back and forces the game seven. Hockey's been like that as well. But this, this NBA playoffs has been great. And it, it kind of makes me sad seeing all these people that used to be fans of nba not watching because of their political opinion and they're missing out on like one of the best playoffs i've ever seen i mean nothing can keep me from watching good no, sports that's no, not no political all. opinion but at the same time i do see the point of view mm-hmm. from the like it's overkill you know exactly and and i don't give a shit what side it's on if if they had if, it, if things were the other direction and they had everybody wearing maga hats i'd be like get this shit off of here <laughs> i want i want to watch sports the nfl did a great job with that last night they mm-hmm. had their stuff at the beginning, but then it became about football. Right. And it, it felt like an escape from all this shit that's going on for three hours. And that's how I feel like sports are supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, someone asked me straight up the other day, why are you still watching blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, for one, I don't really share my political opinion. Everyone has one. I just don't share mine. That's my choice. But another reason is I'm a basketball fan. I'm a football fan. I don't give a shit what's going on. I'm just watching because I love the game. And, you know, whenever we had to go months without sports, it made you realize just how much you love it. And then when it comes back, I don't see how people can, I don't see, if you're truly, really into it, I don't see how you can just not watch it, period. Yeah, I don't understand it. But getting back to that game, man, the the Raptors are a gritty team. Yeah, Ibaka has been their their big help that they've had, which Ibaka's the champ, he's great. Oh, yeah. Lowry's hot. Pascal Siakam's been really good throughout mm-hmm. this series. Kyle Lowry's a killer at the end of these games. Yep. I mean, just I'm very impressed with what I see from them. Uh, who do you see winning this game seven tonight? I'm going to say Toronto, and I think it's going to be right at the wire. I think it's going to come down to a final shot. I'm with you. I've Almost every analyst I've heard is picking Boston. Vegas has Boston as a three-point favorite. But I just like the championship magic that it still seems that this Toronto team has. Yeah, it's great. And I think that that's going to, and their experience from last year, I think is going to carry them through this game seven. Honestly, I think it's going to carry them through the heat as well. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and say that I'm picking them to be in the finals. I think, Ooh. I mean, I think they're going to lose the finals because I think that the West and the East is very lopsided right now. The Clippers or the Lakers is going to be your NBA champion. Mm-hmm. I personally think it'll be the Clippers, but we'll see. But yeah, that's Game Seven tonight. So exciting that we have all these sports. Like I mean, they still got guys like Fred Van Fleet and Mark Gasol. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you they, get those guys hot. That's going to be dangerous. You know, you lost Kawhi, but you still have so so many championship pieces from last year. Yep, and it's showing. You know, I'm highly impressed with what I saw from Kyle Lowry at the end of that game the other night. Me too. So, what are you most excited to see this weekend? This weekend, NFL. Um, probably, obviously for me is, uh, how the Bucks are going to do in their first game. Yeah. I think that's obviously a great answer because, you know, 
Tom Brady in another uniform is must-see TV. Must-see. And then you add Gronk to that, and then you add all these other pieces yeah. that they just that they just added. I mean, to say they're not championship caliber at this point is very foolish of you. Yeah. Because I, they are for sure gearing up for a run. Like, all the stuff they have, there's they can really do no wrong when it comes to them making the playoffs. I'm with you there. I'm going to go with Joe Burrow making his Bengals debut. That's a good one. Because I think that that's a game that he can win against the Chargers. I don't look to the Chargers to be that good. I'm happy to see how him and T. Higgins uh, gel together. Mm -hmm. He and T. Higgins supposedly have great chemistry is what the rumor is. And the rumor is that Joe Burrow got in the front office's ear and told them to draft T. Higgins, and that's why they drafted him. So I think that those two are going to have good chemistry and a good future together. And I'm excited to see that. And I just, I don't know, man. I just can't believe that football's here. I know, it's insane. It was so wonderful watching that game last night and just just knowing that we're going to have it. Because for, for, for a while, it seemed like we were not going to have these sports. Pulled it off. We and done did it. I'm excited for Monday night, though. I know you're excited for Monday night. I'm ready. I'm excited for Sunday night, although I'm changing my pick on that. I believe that the Rams are going to win. What? Why? I just got a terrible gut feeling, bro. I think Cowboys Well, you were right about the Jets thing last year. I told yeah. you, remember that? I yeah. told you there's no way. You're like, I just got a bad feeling. You were right. So yeah, I just, it's just, I still think the Cowboys are going to have a, a great year, but there's just something about this game that feels funny to me. Hmm. So what, what's going to make them lose, do you think? I just think that, first of all, getting adjusted to a new head coach, I think that the Rams are being kind of uh, overlooked by a lot of people for a team that's still really good, and they're going to come out angry about that. And also, Amari Cooper has not practiced a lot, so I'm worried about how his health is going to be for this game. Well, and Iverson never practiced, so. Yeah, true, true. No, I think, I, dude, I think uh, the Rams are going to bow down, and the Cowboys are going to run all over their ass. I hope so. I think that's that's the weird thing about this game. I don't think it'll be a close Cowboys win. I think it'll be a close Rams win or a Cowboys blowout. Yeah. I know that sounds kind of weird to say. But uh, you have any bold predictions? Bold predictions. That's going to happen this Sunday. Oof. I'll go first. I touched on go it ahead. on the last episode whenever we did all our predictions for this week. If you haven't watched that yet, go back and watch it. We also did our predictions as to who we think is going to win the Super Bowl, how we think the divisions are going to shake out. But for this weekend, my bold prediction is that the Cardinals are going to beat the 49ers and make a statement. Uh, I know that it's become kind of a flashy pick to pick the Cardinals, which sucks because I thought that I like was doing something different with that. But it's become kind of a flashy thing. But they really are just full of talent right now. They gave DeAndre Hopkins an extension this past week, which was a good move. I think that's going to make DeAndre even hungrier. And I don't know, man. I just got a feeling. I think they're going to beat the 49ers this weekend. That's definitely a bold prediction. Uh, I, yeah, I think I already said mine. I think, it, I think the Cowboys blowing out the Rams is going to be mine. Over or under, Dak throws for 700 yards. Shit. That would be 700 yards. Over. Over Bold 700 prediction. yards. prediction. Dak throws for over ah, 700 dude. yards. I'd be, <laughs> dude, I'd be, so, I'd be so stoked for him because it would be a slap in Skip Bayless's face. That's what I was about to say. After the game, he goes into Skip Bayless's house, teabags Skip Bayless in his sleep, and fucks Ernestine. Dude, I want to meet someone. If there's someone out there 
that supports what Skip Bayless says and defends him to no end, I want to bring you on the show. <laughs> I've never met straight. Somebody, I haven't either. I've never met somebody who defends Skip Bayless. Who's but they're like, oh, out I love there. That guy, you know they, they got to be somewhere. All right, guys, we did most of the talking about this coming weekend on our last episode, so there wasn't much to talk about today. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at I Hate Sports Pod. And uh, we'll be back next week to talk about what happened in week one and discuss what we think will happen in week two. Love you guys. Focus on my Bin Laden. Woo!